What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Liam. Hi, my name's Liam. I'm from Minnesota. I like Fred the Dog, JF Cat, and Grasso Mask. And my What If question is, what if it started raining elephants, but Avigus P. Grumbler tried everything, every spell he could to make it stop? Thanks, bye! Oh, you know I like a good magic story, Liam. Now, we have two more questions today. The first, I didn't quite make out your name. I think the audio got a little mixed up, but I thought I heard Amitai. And if I'm wrong, I sincerely apologize. Now let's hear your great question. Hello, my name is Amitai, and I am nine years old. I live in Jerusalem, and I like wonderful and sports. And my wonderful question is, what if everything that fell and hit the ground disappeared? Thank you so much. This one's gonna get weird. And let's add on our last question from Wyatt. My name is Wyatt. I like chicken. And my what if question is, what if everyone in what if world got onto a phone call? Oh, perfect. Though I don't know if we'll have absolutely everyone talking all at once, but I promise I'll throw in a few extra characters for you, Wyatt. Oh, oh, oh. One last thing before our story officially starts. I want to hear from you who we should interview next. Always get a grown-up's permission before going online, and then you can email us with a character you want to hear and the questions you want to ask them at whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com. That can be either writing or an audio recording. And of course, if you live in the U.S., you can call at 205-605-WHAT. That's 9428. And leave a voicemail for a chance to be heard on the show. So send us those interview requests and ideas after enjoying this story. Now let's find out what if it started raining elephants? What if everything that fell and hit the ground disappeared? And what if everyone in What If World got onto a phone call? Alright, is everyone here? Yes. I think so. You know it, boss. I'm here. Present. And others as well. Wonderful. Then it is time for us to start our first video phone class. Introduction to magic for all ages. Should we all go around the room and introduce ourselves? Fred, if you're going to eat, I'd prefer that you mute your microphone. Who says I'm eating your wand? You're not, Fred. I sent you a box full of fake wands, so you'd stop eating mine. Now, why are you here? Well, I guess it's to learn how to enchant a wand so I can eat it, because the magic ones make my extra long tongue tingle in such a special way. Wonderful. Mama Jamma, would you mind going next? Oh, of course. 
My kids Zach and Zizi are always showing off with their magic and almost blowing up our house and putting us in grave danger. And now, of course, there's elephants raining from the sky. So I figured I should learn magic in order to do something about that. Ah, yes, very good. A magical conundrum is already afoot. Aha. Uh-huh. Would you happen to know anything about that? Uh, Petey, I, I see your hand raised. No, you've got to unmute now. Just, it's a button. It looks, it kind of looks like a picture of a microphone. And you click on it. That'll, uh, you just turn the video off. It's, it's next to this, the button that looks like a screen. No, stop pushing the screen with your finger. Use the mouse pad on your... Foolish computer. I'll send ye to Davy Jones' locker. We can hear you now, Petey the Pirate. Thanks, Pixie Gato. Tis I, Petey the Pirate. And I'm hair for my hair. I'm hearing that magic can help people with hair growth. Like some of the bald pirates I've known over the years. Other than me, of course. And my full head of rich brown hair. The wig you're wearing today is red, Petey. (laughs) Are ya? Uh, magic must have dyed my hair. That's why I'm here in order to fix my hair. Okay, yeah, sure. As always, me, Lola Rabbit here. My friends Zack and ZZ and Scully and even Pixicato, they all know a little bit of magic, but I don't know any. So I figured, you know, why not get started somewhere? And I, Pixicato, know much, much, much about magic. But my mother says that sometimes I try things I am not yet capable of and should reinforce my basics by taking this class with a very basic wizard. Ah, yes, the basics. Oh, so important. I'm glad you see that, Pixicato. Oh, yes. I'm very eager to learn. And I, Kathunkle, am here to take over the... No, wait. No, that's not it anymore. Oh, I'm so glad you're trying not to be an ancient evil creature anymore. Ah, yes, that's right. But my nephew says the Kathofi I sell at my shop taste like unspeakable nightmares. And that that's a bad thing? Oh, kids these days. Don't get me started. So I thought, with some magic, maybe I could add a nightmare-free latte to the menu. Oh, wonderful. You're all here to learn completely different things. But that's okay, because in this ten-minute course, we're going to cover... Ten minutes? I know, I didn't think the introductions would take so long. Well, then we gotta get straight to the learning how to make wands magical. Uh, well, I wasn't planning on us starting with wands today. I brought my own wand to class, Abacus. Fabulous, Pixie Cotter. no fear, if she gets to have a wand, we should all have wands. I'd like my wand to have once been wielded by a Bigfoot. I'd like mine to be made from an ancient tree. Or a werewolf. Whose foul roots. Or a Jason Momoa type. Reach into distant universes. You know, real shit. I just need a wand I can fit in my purse. All the evil contained therein. Oh, that sounds yummy. So my kids I dig one of those. Right, okay, okay. Can we all just mute our microphones and, and, and talk one at a time? I would just like to point out that I did mute my microphone and have been waiting patiently for this class to start. Oh, if only all my students were like you, Pixicato. I wouldn't even need to teach this class. I agree. Well, if you all check your mail, you will find a thin tube within which your beginner's wand is contained. Mr. Abacus, somebody ate my tube. Uh, All right, I've got my wand. Now, how do I make these elephants disappear? That's not exactly basic magic. It'll take some time to learn. But we have been stuck inside for ages in fear of these elephants 
raining down upon us. You have no idea what it is like to feel so powerless. Ah, come on, Gatunko. You're a giant squidopus. Try being a little Lola rabbit for a day. Then see how you like it. Yarr. Maybe if we give the elephants a lot of furry, woolly hair, then they'll be more cuddly when they crush us. Listen, I'm not happy about the elephants either. I've been having to teach all of my classes over video calls. And believe it or not, it's not the best teaching environment. So I be getting a new tube sometime soon? Well, Abacus, my family is not bothered by the elephants. And I am ready to learn whatever you are able to teach us. <laughs> yes, Pixie Cotto, but your mother is the president and you live... In a cloud in the sky, above where the elephants are raining from. Plus, both of your parents are very magical creatures. Exactly. So just teach us all to be more magical, and then we can deal with the elephants ourselves. You are right, Pixicato, and that is what I wish to do. But first, you must understand that it is okay to feel trapped by these elephants. Yar, me pirate rocket ship is covered in them. I can't even take off anymore. And how does that make you feel, Petey? Ear-balding? No, bald. No, fully-headed with hair. There's no right or wrong answer here, Petey. Elephants are raining all over What If World. Things are getting cancelled and rescheduled. You may wish to leave your house, but you always have to be careful of the elephants. How does it make you feel? Excuse me, Abacus, but what do feelings have to do with magic? An astute question, Mamma Gemma. See, magic most often fails in this world due to a lack of understanding. If our feelings are all jumbled up, we cannot hope to face the problems out there. Well, I get to tell you, Abacus. I like bouncing around with my friends. I like playing outside. I like doing and trying and seeing new things. And I feel like I can't do any of that because of these elephants. That's why I wanted to learn some magic today. So I could have some fun. Yes, yes, Lola. Now take your wand. Seriously? You are expressing your emotions, feeling your feelings. You're ready to start the work of dispelling these elephants. Dispel the elephants. Exactly. So the elephants are only in our head. We've been free all along. I can finally leave my cafe. Well, no, that's not exactly what I meant. <laughs> ah, yes. I'm only being metaphorically squished by this elephant, which represents my unresolved emotions. No, no, you're being actually smushed. Oh, because his feelings are real. They weigh on him like an elephant because he hasn't acknowledged them yet. Don't get me wrong, acknowledging feelings is important, but he really has an elephant on Elephant, I've been feeling sad and stuck. I distract myself with unhealthy activities and choices. It is time to feel my sadness. Only then can I begin the work of building myself up with joyous activities and new challenges. Huh, it appears as if the elephant is getting off of him. Abacus, you did it! Uh, no, no, the elephant just went into his cafe and is eating all the salad. I understand. We all just need to get crushed by our elephants. No, 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 no. Yay! think it's working. It's not. It's not that simple. All right. Because Petey didn't have a salad out for the elephant. Yes, the salad must be a metaphor 
for making healthy choices. No, they're just giant herbivores. They can eat up to 400 pounds of vegetation a day. Of course, Abacus. We need to make lots of healthy choices in order to achieve optimum magical fortitude. Oh, that's only part of it. An elephant landing on you will still hurt. Maybe not if we make it hairy. You can just teach me that spell really quick. No, what you all need to do is visualize your elephant and see it as the many tiny elephants that in fact make it up. That sounds like a lot of big words and a lot of work. Precisely. Okay, so we need something that's going to work faster, right, Daddy Abacus? Actually, that's... no. So what if we cast a spell that makes everything that falls on the ground disappear? That would just be a quick fix, Mama Gemma. Hooray! Quick fix! Quick, quick fix! Quick fix! Quick, 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 quick fix! Oh, how I love a good chant. I like Quick it appears all the elephants are disappearing the moment they hit the ground. So as long as we don't get hit by elephants, or trampled by the many elephants already roaming the streets, then we shall be totally fine. But you see, our wands cannot deal with a whole elephant at once. You must split the elephant into its many tiny parts, just how you sort your emotions one at a time, and let them fly away, still seen, still felt, but no longer a danger. My mother just conjured me an umbrella fint for when I go outside. The elephants bounce right off of them, and now they'll simply hit the ground and disappear. Oh, yeah, umbrella fence. What a great idea, Pixie Gato. Umbrella fence. Umbrella fence. Fine. You each want an umbrella that can deflect a 15,000-pound creature falling from the sky. Ally irrelevant. Make them an umbrella fence. Away, our problem dissolved. You've done it again, Abacus. Oh, have I? What happens on the day you forget your umbrella fint? Or drop it and it disappears? Or maybe you trip and fall and you disappear? Ah, uh, yes. You've constructed an ingenious magical puzzle. Not a puzzle. Oh, yeah, of course it isn't a puzzle, Abacus. <laughs> this must be part of the test. Not a test. I know. We just need to tie a disappearing proof rope to ourselves every time we leave the house. It'd have to be a pretty long rope. And we would need an extra rope for our umbrellaphants. Okay, yeah, because we solved the new riddle. Not a riddle. If we want to go outside, we just need an umbrellaphant plus two infinitely stretching disappearing proof ropes. And also a healthy salad to distract any nearby elephants. It's all so simple. It really isn't. Yeah, he's right. All those ropes will eventually get tangled together. Hmm. Yes, we'd need some kind of creature then to assist with the ropes. Oh, they'd have to have really good memories so they wouldn't get the ropes mixed up. And be very large so they could see all of the tangles. And strong and heavy to hold the ropes up or down so others could get by them. Oh, good gracious. What if they had some kind of long appendage that could be used for gripping and untying the knot? 
pants. You're like a trunk. Exactly. Oh, no. And there'd need to be a lot of them. Like one or two for every person in the world. Are you kidding? They'd have to be practically raining from the sky or something. I know what we need. Please don't do this. Elephants. <laughs> the answer was in front of us all along. Well, I've failed miserably. I'm going to need a minute to deal with these big feelings. <clears throat> I'll be right back. He must be so impressed with us. But there was that failed miserably comment. Could that be part of the wizard puzzle test riddle? It must be. You know how wizards always keep you guessing. Hang on a second. He muted himself but forgot to turn off his camera. Is he crying? Well, he was. Uh, now he's yelling. What is he saying? Maybe it's part of the mystery. Uh-oh. Those don't look like words I'm allowed to say. He is tugging upon his beard. It looks painful. Well, that's not a healthy way of dealing with your anger. Yes, he must have let a lot of frustration build up inside of him, rather than dealing with his emotions honestly as they came. Yeah, I heard about that somewhere. You know what he should have done? He should have imagined his feelings as a giant elephant. Yarr but made up of many tiny elephants that are easier to manage individually. Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. We should teach it to him when he comes back. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <coughs> I just had a little tickle in my throat and eyes that I had to deal with. You did it, Abacus. You truly are a wizard of wizards. I'm sorry? Your very public emotional meltdown helped us to see that we weren't dealing with our own emotions. That's what you've been trying to teach us all along. It is? Yes, yes, it is. I think this has been the most successful class I've ever- Beep, hello, Randall Rabbot here. Did I miss anything? Someone wouldn't admit us from the waiting room. <laughs> oh yes, I just clicked those buttons. How many more people are in the waiting room? Ready to learn, Abacus. I told you all my Papa Abacus wouldn't leave me in the waiting room. <laughs> Can you show us how to not get crushed by these elephants? No problem. The end. Personally, I hope it involves a lot of napping. Wyatt, Liam, Avatai, and all you kids at home, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, remember to send in your interview requests and questions, with your grown-ups' permission, to either whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com or by calling 205-605-WHAT. That's 9428. And if you want to help this show keep going, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. We offer ad-free episodes, every patron can get a shout-out, and we even do mailings a few times a year for our higher-level patrons. And don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It is I, Draco Max, here to shout out Annie E, age 9, from Lancaster, England. Her favorite character is me, because I get stuck in all the places. Annie also loves her cat Thistle, writing music and doodling, as well as her best friends, Anna and Holly. Pero, I've got a meow out for Grayson, age seven, who writes, I have one sister and her name is Leilani. I go by he and my sister goes by she. Thank you for letting me know, Grayson. Cleocatra here to shout out Asha G, who is ten years old and her favorite thing is rainbows and her pet cat, Sweetie. And I'd like to shout out Otto, age eight. 
and Leaf, age five. Otto does an amazing JF cat impression, probably aided by the Aussie half of his accent. Leaf's favorite characters are the same as Otto's because big brothers know everything. I'm not a big brother, which is why I didn't know that. Finally, there is April S. from Heidelberg, Australia. Her hobbies include hockey and listening to podcasts. She enjoys playing with her half-brother Gussie. And her favorite episode is What If What If World Wasn't Real. I'm Robot Llama. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my associate producer, Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home who try to sort out all your big feelings. That's a skill that we grown-ups still need to practice every day. And until we meet again, keep wondering. This is what